The content of this episode is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical or mental health advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always consult a qualified and licensed physician, therapist, or other medical care provider for diagnosis or treatment options. Welcome to the Fulfilling Walk Podcast. Today we'll be exploring two critical aspects of mental health depression, and anxiety. These conditions affect millions of people globally, and it's vital to understand their nuances, symptoms, causes, and strategies for coping and managing these challenges. I'm not a medical professional, but I can offer some general tips that may help in managing and overcoming depression and anxiety. Depression is a real thing, and it is something I have personally battled with off and on since my 20s. It's a difficult thing to describe sometimes, and if you've never suffered from depression, it's a difficult thing for you to understand personally. It's something that you have to go through. For me personally, I think it began after a failed marriage. You know, the loss of a relationship can cause you to spiral down into some very, very deep and dark valleys. This can result in making some really bad decisions that can affect you for the remainder of your life. As a result, I was made to feel like I was no longer worthy of my calling to be a minister and minister to others. All of this sent me into a deep state of depression, and I just literally felt worthless and of no use to God or to anyone else. I was labeled with a scarlet letter that could not be erased under any circumstances, or there was no level of forgiveness that could be available that could wipe this from my record. Even though God would forgive me, men would not. I pursued different secular careers over the years that just did not give me the fulfillment and happiness that I longed for. Many times I would sink into these deep states of depression It just felt like I was in a sinkhole that I just could not get out of. Just getting out of bed sometimes would be extremely difficult. And there were times where I did call in, and the old classic mental health day, I guess you could call it. There were several times that I lost my job due to circumstances, such as downsizing, companies closing, companies restructuring. And one time, because I did not lie to one of the internal auditors at the company when asked a direct question about something that put my upline management in jeopardy over a situation. You see, I had to tell the truth or risk losing my job or tell a lie and risk losing my job. Either way, there was a choice that I had to make. I was out of work for an extended period of time, and my depression greatly affected my ability to search for work as well as try to do anything from home that would generate an income. I did find some part-time work, and I even attempted to do medical billing from home as a way to just pay bills and possibly learn a new career. At this time, I had two children that were elementary-aged, and I just felt an extreme level of guilt that sent me into a deep spiral just because I was not properly supporting my family. With the worry of paying bills and surviving, I began to have panic attacks and suffered deep anxiety that made it extremely difficult at times to function and accomplish my daily tasks. At first, the panic attacks made me feel like I was having a heart attack, shortness of breath, pain in my chest, 
and just an extreme feeling of dread. These panic attacks would occur at times during the day and at night, and they would happen at random. There was nothing in particular that would trigger them. They would just come upon me with this feeling of dread and imminent danger. I'm ashamed to say that there were times that I did contemplate taking my own life because I just wanted it all to go away. I did finally reach out to the local county's MHMR division, and they did set me up with therapists on a sliding scale. So due to our household income at the time, I paid little or nothing for my therapy sessions. This was the only assistance that I ever applied for or asked for. I never once had any thoughts or feelings that I would do harm to my family, but I did feel like if I did not seek help, that I would eventually do harm to myself. No one knew what I was thinking or what I was going through. I I don't even think my wife knew the extent of the mental state that I was in at that particular time. After my first marriage dissolved, I was single for about four years and met my second wife during a special event at the radio station I was working for at the time. Shortly after she and I married, uh, my father passed away, which was a devastating blow to me as well. I became a master at hiding the inner pain that I was going through, always managing to wear a smile on my face even when I was hurting deeply inside. After my second wife and I got married, we both became very heavily involved in the church and took an active role. For the next six years, I worked with three different ministers with three different congregations, serving in the congregations in whatever capacity they would allow me to serve. I was allowed to teach classes and participate in the music program, sometimes leading the music. But as far as serving in any official capacity, that was just not possible because I was a damaged, divorced individual. My mind would recall all the ministers I had worked with since the age of 19. I recalled in my mind how I had worked with ministers who had abused alcohol, who had cheated on their wives, who had embezzled money from the church, and yet, because I had been through a divorce, I was not qualified, nor was I worthy of the high calling of God. I also recalled how I went through this ordeal in the past how the people who were supposed to be there for me, the people who were supposed to exhibit forgiveness, loving, and kindness, walked away from me. And it was the people of the world outside of the church who embraced me, loved me, and was there for me during my time of need. Now, I first and foremost want to make it clear, I do not blame God for any of this. Not only was I in a deep state of depression, but I also developed a high level of anxiety. I worried about things all the time, and I had this just intense fear of everything and feeling like the worst was going to happen. I started to suffer from chronic headaches, and I did not sleep well, and and I had persistent stomach issues. This was also around the time that I and my son was diagnosed with attention deficit disorder. The bright side of this picture is that I did seek help and therapy was tremendously effective in helping me recover. I finally found work for a transportation company as a reservations manager. I tell this story because when somebody tells me that they're going through depression and that they're suffering from anxiety, I know exactly what they're talking about. So I am here to tell you that there is hope, and there is treatment, and there's a way out of that dark cloud.
So if you are suffering from depression or anxiety or both, I encourage you to talk about it. Don't hesitate to seek help from a mental health care provider. It's important to consult a mental professional for personalized advice and treatment. Here are some strategies that might be helpful in dealing with depression. Let's start with understanding depression. Depression is known as major depression disorder. It's a mental health condition characterized by persistent feelings of sadness, hopelessness, and a lack of interest or pleasure in daily activities. The symptoms can be debilitating and significantly impact an individual's quality of life. In terms of symptoms, people experiencing depression often encounter persistent sadness, loss of interest and pleasure in activities, changes in appetite or weight, sleep disturbances, fatigue, feelings of worthlessness or guilt, difficulty concentrating, physical symptoms, and recurrent thoughts of death or suicide. It's essential to recognize these signs and symptoms to provide appropriate support. The causes of depression are multifaceted, involving biological, genetic, environmental, and psychological factors. From imbalances in the brain to genetic predispositions and traumatic life events, various elements contribute to the onset of depression. Treatment and management strategies for depression include professional therapy, medication, lifestyle changes, mindfulness practices, and support networks. Combining these approaches tailored to an individual's needs can significantly aid in the managing and overcoming of depression. Now, shifting our focus to anxiety, which is another prevalent mental health condition. Anxiety disorders involve excessive and persistent fear or worry, causing significant distress and interfering with daily life. It comes in various forms like generalized anxiety disorder, social anxiety disorder, panic disorder, and specific phobias. Anxiety manifests through symptoms such as excessive worry, restlessness, irritational fears, panic attacks, muscle tension, sleep disturbances, gastrointestinal symptoms, and avoidance behaviors. These symptoms can disrupt a person's daily routine and overall well-being. Understanding the causes and risk factors for anxiety is crucial. Genetic predisposition, brain chemistry imbalances, past trauma, stressful life events, certain personality traits, and underlying medical conditions all contribute to the development of anxiety. Coping and management strategies for anxiety include seeking professional help, engaging in therapy, medication if prescribed, lifestyle adjustments, mindfulness practices, and building a strong support network. We will go into more detail in our next segment, but it's essential to adopt holistic approaches. Consider various aspects of life to effectively manage anxiety. I'm not a mental health professional, but I can offer some general tips that may help in managing and overcoming depression and anxiety. It's important to consult a mental health professional for personalized advice and treatment, but here are some strategies that might be helpful. 
Again, seek professional help. Reach out to mental health professionals such as a therapist, counselor, or psychiatrist who can provide a proper diagnosis and treatment plan tailored to your specific needs. Build a support network. Surround yourself with understanding and supportive individuals, friends, family, or support groups who can offer encouragement, listen, and provide emotional support. Exercise regularly. Engaging in physical exercise like walking, jogging, swimming, or yoga can really help. Exercise can help alleviate symptoms of depression and anxiety by releasing endorphins, which are natural mood boosters. Practice mindfulness and relaxation. Learn mindfulness techniques, meditation, deep breathing exercises, or progressive muscle relaxation to reduce stress, improve focus, and promote relaxation. Establish a routine. Create a daily schedule that includes regular sleep patterns, meal times, and activities. Structure and routine can provide a sense of stability and predictability. A healthy diet. Aim for a balanced diet with nutritionist foods that can positively impact your mood. Avoid excessive caffeine, sugar, or alcohol, which can negatively affect your mental well-being. Sleep hygiene is critical. Prioritize getting enough restful sleep. Establish a consistent sleep schedule. Create a relaxing bedtime routine. And ensure your sleeping environment is conducive to good sleep. Limit your stressors. Identify and manage sources of stress in your life. Delegate tasks and learn to say no and set up realistic goals to reduce overwhelming feelings. Then engage in hobbies and activities. Pursue activities you enjoy or explore new hobbies. Engaging in creative or enjoyable pursuits can boost your mood and provide a sense of accomplishment. Challenge negative thoughts. Work on recognizing and challenging negative thought patterns through cognitive behavioral techniques. Replace negative thoughts with more positive and realistic ones. Educate yourself. Learn more about depression and anxiety to understand your condition better. Knowledge empowers you to make informed decisions and actively participate in your treatment. Consider professional therapy. Cognitive Behavioral Therapy, Dialectical Behavior Therapy, or other evidence-based therapies can be effective in managing depression and anxiety. Discuss these options with your mental health care professional. Medication Management. If prescribed by a health care provider, take medication as directed and attend follow-up appointments to monitor progress and make any necessary adjustments. Stay patient and kind to yourself. Healing takes time and effort. Be patient with yourself and practice self-compassion. Celebrate the small victories and focus on progress rather than perfection. Remember, everyone's journey is unique, and what works for one person may not work for another person. If you are struggling, seeking professional help is essential. They can guide you in developing a comprehensive and personalized plan for overcoming depression and anxiety. In conclusion, both depression and anxiety are complex and mental health conditions that require understanding, empathy, and proper management. If you or someone you know is struggling with either of these conditions, remember seeking help is a sign of strength, not weakness. 
reach out to a mental health care professional to guide you through your journey towards healing and recovery. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Fulfilling Walk podcast. I've been your host, Rick Williams. We hope this discussion shed some light on depression and anxiety, encouraging open conversations about mental health and helping those in need. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, leave us a review, and share it with your friends and colleagues. Your feedback helps us improve and reach more people like yourself. Visit our website at www.thefulfillingwalkpodcast.com. Again, that's www.thefulfillingwalkpodcast.com. If you would like to support this podcast, go to our Spotify profile page and click the support button located in our profile. You can also leave us a message by clicking on the button that says, leave a message and we'll get it. Join us again soon for more insightful episodes. Remember, you're not alone and there's always hope for a brighter future. Until next time, take care, my friends.